Hello, dear friends. We are welcoming you to the roundtable. As you know, on July 24th, the International Conference Global Crisis, this already affects everyone, was held. And uh, the conference gathered many, many specialists, uh, ecologists, climatologists, IT specialists, and specialists of many uh, different other uh, branches of science and technology. And there we have discussed problems that are really, really important right now. And unfortunately, that's not all the uh, threats that we as humanity are facing. And because this information is really urgent to everyone, and it's uh, really important that everybody on the planet Earth should know it. We will hold a next conference on December the 4th. And the conference will, will, will be named Global Crisis, the Time of Truth. This conference, we will also discuss uh, some other uh, issues that we are facing right now in more detail. And now uh, we would like to talk about one topic that was also raised on the conference that was on July 24th, and it's the climate migration. And uh, so my name is Alexander and uh, I'm uh, your co-host right now. And uh, I would like to pass the word to my co-host, Olga, to proceed. Thank you very much, Alex. And as you said, indeed, the topic of migration is very important today. And I would like to just show this example that in the last year alone, there were more than 80 million migrants. And in the near future, the situation will only get worse. And this was highlighted and proved with a lot of facts at the, at the conference. Global crisis, this already affects everyone. And now, first, I would like to introduce the wonderful guests of today's roundtable. Here with us, we have Her Majesty Queen Nadia Harihiri, Ambassador-at-Large for UN Affairs at the International Human Rights Commission, World President of Ader Donner Noor, the pro-chancellor of Rockfield College of Science, founder and CEO of Success World One. Her Majesty Queen Nadia, we welcome you here today. Thank you for being with us. Also here with us, we have Ambassador Eva Mansumi. Munsamo, I'm sorry, CEO at SETI HF, Global Goodwill Ambassador, Humanitarian, Business Development Associate, Founder for Professional Development. Ambassador Eva, we're also very happy to see you here with us. Then we have Steve D'Onofrio, international speaker, trainer, coach from Minnesota in the United States. Steve, it's a pleasure to have you here with us. And then we have Mohammed Asad Khan, software developer, cloud developer, data analyst, and uh, Mohammed is in Pakistan. Welcome. And now to start this roundtable, first, let's watch a video uh, that demonstrates climate changes through the eyes of the witnesses.
people are losing their lives. Each of us can be left homeless at any moment. ready to hear the truth from eyewitnesses of the events. In Texans statewide, was reported over 2,500 of the highest low record temperatures ever recorded. This summer, Western Canada has faced extreme heat and many cities have reached record high temperatures. The Canadian Rocky Mountains have been burning more than they have in the past 2,000 years. There was an anomalous, catastrophic event in Cuba when a strong tornado struck some municipalities in the city of Havana. This sudden and violent event caused great horror and anxiety among the population. The people of Tabasco are now very afraid because the season of rain and hurricanes is damaging a lot of houses. Everything is flooded. In an instant, the downpour causes people to lose everything they worked for. There have been some violent storms lately that are changing people's lives. They not only affect people's lives, but also deprive them of their means of subsistence, leaving people stranded and terrified, not knowing where to go or what to do. So it was uh, from one extreme to the other, as we were on fire at one point and then we were underwater. Till March 20th, we had 40,000 aftershocks, the largest of which were of magnitude 5.7. Unprecedented frosts have blanketed much of France. There hasn't been a cold snap like this for decades. Daily images on 2019, I hear I have a cyclone in Pony in India. I seen it in my own eyes, I witnessed to myself. So I really lost to my tidy fields. I really lost to many animals also. And I hear many people destroyed their home and they are also homeless. Several flooding occurs every four to five years and covered 60% of the land mass. Uh, the condition of uh, vulnerable people during natural disaster is just unthinkable and uh, undesirable. It's uh, always difficult to describe how miserable their life was. People are worried because they actually don't know what to expect or what to hope for. Decades have passed since the original flood control plan was developed, but it has never been implemented. People are still in danger. There was a freezing rain in Vladivostok. Trees and cars were covered with an ice crust. Many people were left without electricity, without water, without heating. We were cleaning it all by hand. And one man said, I'll help you with the first bridge, then I'll go get the tools I have at home. 
I'll take my tools and will help finish the job. The man returned with his tools in his hands. I asked, how is your house? I don't have a house. He kept on cleaning because what else did the man have to do? Part of the country is flooded. What is happening in Belgium now is a huge tragedy for its residents. In some areas, the river level has risen by two and a half meters. Houses are flooded. Cars are floating along the streets that have turned into rivers. People climb onto the roofs waiting for rescuers. But the water is coming up and no one knows what to expect next. Deadly volcanic eruptions have been experienced in other parts of the continent and the latest ravaged parts of the Democratic Republic of Congo, which caused severe damages and casualties and also forced thousands of people into evacuation and also into terrible living conditions. At times it's really extreme that there is flooding. So sometimes people are affected, like people end up drowning, but uh, mostly people have to move with their families, they lose property. The trees and so many agricultural products destroyed. This is the first time we've seen such instances happening in this country. So when I witnessed the disaster of the climate, about the migration of the farmers from the riverside to the around the town and uh, lead their life on the roadside because of the climate change disaster or the overflooding of the river affecting their area, their agriculture, their home. Local media do not report on some events which is happening in China right now. So a logic question arises, why are people not given the true information about what is happening with the climate right now? Now we have to start to solve this problem intensely, because soon it may be too late. I also witnessed the storm that hit us in Saarland about a week ago. Apart from flooded basements and fallen trees, we were not as badly affected as people in neighboring regions who face severe flooding, landslides, and mud, lava-like flows that buried entire houses and much more. People are still without water, without electricity, without means of communication, without food. They are still trapped on rooftops and cannot cross some roads because the roads are no longer there. We were predicted that climate change would be tangible in 50 or 100 years, but now we know that it is very close and very real, even here in Germany. Hello, I'm David from Germany. Just recently we had severe flooding. People were shocked and not ready for this. Suddenly we saw how just a few hours of heavy rains caused flooding that washed away cars and houses. This was really shocking to all of us. We were in a state of shock as something that seemed to be very distant was right here at our door. If we take a look a few years back, we must know that extreme weather events occur due to climate change. We had a severe drought in Germany during the last three years and now suddenly there is such a flood. There is no doubt that the climate is changing. And because of this, the frequency of these extreme events is increasing. 
Even such an industrialized country as Germany was not, in my opinion, properly prepared and proved to be quite vulnerable and susceptible to such events. People were not warned and were not evacuated in advance. Obviously, the disaster management service did not work. If we take a look at the climate situation in the world, we see that new record-breaking droughts, flooding, and forest fires occur everywhere. Human life is in danger more often, and now it has affected Germany. Many people lost their lives, and more than a thousand people are still missing. We, people, feel that we need to do something. Only by uniting, we have at least some chance to cope with such situations, which are becoming more frequent. Creative society is a solution for change in the society, exactly in which a human life will be the highest priority, in which necessary conditions to protect human life throughout the world will be created. Just imagine what the least developed countries will do. These countries have no opportunities whatsoever to overcome extreme climatic events and human life is not protected there. I think that in recent days we, Germans, have realized how important it is for us to unite, to stick together and not to let anyone divide us. Only together do we have prospects for the future. Exactly such a prospect is what the creative society offers. It's our only way out, because only in unity can we protect human life and ensure a future for us and future generations. Breaking news on Alatra TV is an international project which is created by volunteers from all over the world with the purpose of informing about large-scale anomalous and uncommon natural disasters. This is daily comprehensive analysis and monitoring of information about the state of the planet. People break silence in order to convey the truth about the climate crisis and the way out of it. To survive, we need to act together today. Otherwise, tomorrow will be too late. Well, this video is shocking, but it is the reality. And as we know from the conference, the amount of cataclysms and its force is growing day by day. The only way we can solve this problem is by uniting and taking action together. And uniting on the basis of the eight foundations of the Creative Society. Therefore, today with us at the round table, we have some wonderful guests from different countries of the world. And these are the people who are already making a positive contribution to the development of society. And now let's start with some questions. My first question will be to Her Majesty Queen Nadia. And um, Queen Nadia, in your opinion, how important in this is this conference? And could you please share your feedback? Greetings, everybody. Thank you for inviting me here today. I just want, first of all, um, salute the great work of Creative Society and Alatra. 
TV because you you have done just an amazing amazing work. You know, I have I have discovered a lot of things with you. All the things that you have put and put in light. I am sure more than half of the planet doesn't know about that. You have just show the reality to the world. You are just participating to the awakening of the humanity. And for that, I salute your great, great work. You know, when I was looking at all what you have showed us, the first thing that you see, that you can feel, is my gosh, where are, you, where are we going? Why we are not aware about that? What is going on? But in reality, this kind of situation always existed, always. But I think, I think Alatra and Creative Society to just remind us how it is urgent, urgent to look at the reality that we are living actually. We are spending our time fighting one another, spending our time killing one another. We are not even aware of what is going on. Our children are dying. You have a lot of immigration everywhere, not only of human beings, I would also add the birds. The birds are immigrating. The birds are living. All the nature is suffering, is crying, is screaming, is calling help. But we are not aware. We are just selfish. We are just selfish, observing what we will gain to have more money, to have more power. Our world is in destruction. Our world is in chaos. What we are doing. Uniting together is not enough. We can be united, yes. But we need action in unification. Without action, we cannot move. See, we are spending so much money in creating weapons against humanity. But all what is going on is already destroying us. Hey guys, you don't need to create weapons. This problem of climate will extinct all of us. Don't worry, just wake up. The human being he is a spirit. We are the unlimited power. We have the possibility to change the things. We have created so many things uh, amazing. We are capable, capable to face all that. We are capable to all together, to all together have something beautiful. I am, I'm so sad. I'm so sad that instead of being united in love and light, we are running after 
we have the love of power instead of having the power of love. We are using the, the love of power and not the power of love. This is very sad. I believe when I was looking at that, I was looking at this conference with the, the hot leading because I was saying, yeah, when you look at that, the first thing that you do is to enter in depression. I assure you. Then you say, okay, we are in. What we do? What we do now? Are we really aware of what we are facing now? Are we really aware of all these people who have to leave their space, their comfort, and immigrate in another country or another place? Will they will welcome by another another other people? How to describe my sadness? I don't know. I just call the people to wake up. And I thank Alatra and Creative Society to put us together and to show us, to remind us that we need to wake up. I thank you from my heart because even me, I was not really aware about what was going on. Actually, in Europe, we are facing also problems, inundation, a lot of things. See what is going on in China. But I was not really aware of the rest of the humanity, the world. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us all that. Thank you. Thank you so much for your kind words, uh, Your Majesty. Thank you so much. You mentioned a lot of very important things and um, that was also said on the conference that um, time is the most valuable resource that we have right, right now. Yes, we have spoke about many uh, resources and um, in ecologies, the situation in ecology and climate, but time, time to unite, that's what the most valuable um, resource that we are still have. And it's only in our hands to unite and um, build the creative society. Thank you. I would like to ask Ambassador uh, Eva Monsami about your opinion of the conference and what impressed you the most. Can you please share it with us? Thank you, Alexander. I would say our gracious Queen Nadia has actually summed up everything Yes, she's put it so beautifully. You know, we got to think of the question, when you watch these videos, what do you see? What do you feel? It's only sadness to see another country going through so much, which natural disasters, man-inflicted disasters. Why do we need to suffer? Why do we uh, instill these afflictions upon each and every one of us? You know, and... Um, it's sad. It's very sad. You know, when you listen to some of the people being interviewed, there's such a sadness in their voice. There's such a sadness in their eyes. But why are we as mankind doing this? Why are we going all out? As our gracious queen said, it's all about power. 
power, our governments, they are also in the middle of this entire crisis. You know, sometimes you think right now here in South Africa, our topic is about global migration. And you want to wonder why are people leaving their country, their place of their birth? You know, it's their birthright to be here. It's understandable if they're traveling for tourism. It's understandable if they're seeking better education. You know, it's understandable you get some uh, like nomads that just travel from place to place. But then when people are migrating permanently, there seems to be a serious problem in the country. So what is the problem? Why are people leaving the homes? Because of fear of uh, racial tensions, like what we're having here in South Africa at the moment. Other countries have wars going on. Why do we as humanity do this? And what I love about this entire concept of the creative society is they are a movement that are trying to bring peace, that are trying to show us the way forward. If only people would listen, if only people will take to what is being shown. You know, uh, it's absolutely um, appalling how some countries people are living. You know, the way people are broken to virtually nothing. You know, I feel there must be something we can do. From day one, when I was invited on the conversation with Creative Society, I was like, oh my God, can we just have this now? You know, it was something like, to me, it was heaven on earth. Could we not have this? You know, and, and each time I read, I watched the videos, and I just fell in love with this concept. I kept showing it to my friends, my family. And wouldn't we all want to live this way? You know, where you eradicating most of the social ills of life. You know, so I think um, at the end of the day, we all got to work together. We all got to come together with the same mind, same passion, same accord, and, and become this creative society to, to eradicate all the wrongs. You know, to be, the biggest thing we all faced worldwide was a pandemic. Yet we have AIDS and cancer, even the common cold, going on for years. But nobody has found any kind of vaccine to eliminate those uh, sicknesses or disease. So it's something, you know, you, you got to think it's mankind that is doing this to one another. It is mankind and their mindset which needs to be changed. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Ambassador Eva. Thank you for sharing. And uh, as was voiced at the conference, we understand that our only way out is to unite in this one idea, build the creative society where human life is of the highest value and then where everything is taken into the consideration. And of course, as was also voiced, the climatic catastrophes are inevitable. We will have to live through them as it is a cyclical process. But whether or not we can all consolidate, unite and survive them is a totally different um, different fact and that is what we need to do right now we are we are as Alex said running out of time we need to do this as soon as possible because right now on the line is the survival of all humanity and this is what's truly truly important and this is why it's so important to talk about this conference to share it with everyone we know so that people can see the facts for themselves and once 
they see the facts and they see all the scientists and researchers that are alarming us about the situation. Once they can understand what's going on and that tomorrow, you know, right now we watch migration in other countries, but tomorrow could be us going somewhere else. And in this consumerist society, we don't know how the other people are going to take us. And it is just so important and crucial today to talk about this. So thank you so much for uh, sharing with us. And now I would like to give the floor to Steve. Steve, can you please share with us how uh, important is it, how vital is it to alert people about the climate crisis that are happening and will be even increasing in the future? Thank you. I think uh, I just want to say thank you to uh, Kunadian Ambassador that what they said was perfect. And one of the things that the conference did, yes, it alerted us, it alarmed us, but what it did also was it showed us hope. And as they say in the old Christian song, it only takes a spark to get a fire going. And as you know, the smallest of seeds can grow up to be the mightiest of trees or plants. And what this is showing us is this, the spark is there, the seed has been planted. People are coming together. People are coming together from around the world. And what's that showing is this. People are starting to say to their governments, to say to the national propaganda media, hey, stop telling me who my enemy is. Stop telling me who I can and cannot like. Stop telling me who I choose to care about. Because these people are humans. We do have a common enemy. There is an us and a them the, the them, though, isn't human beings. The them is pollution. It's hunger. It's climate change. So I was excited, and I am excited. We can't solve climate change until we come together. It's when we come together. And what the conference is doing and has done is beginning to show the spark, the hope that we are now moving. Now we are taking action. It will come to each one of us as individuals to do the next thing. That's why I'm so excited about what's happening. See, the spark is there. The seed has been planted. Hope is now around the corner. It is upon us. What will you do with it is the question. Yes, thank you so much, Steve. Um, it's exactly um, the case that uh, this hope and the example that uh, have been shown on the conference that people united can do a lot of things and it's really sometimes unbelievable how huge are this impact of, uh, of the work of like a small group of people and uh, you see these results that are going on and i could only one can only imagine what will happen if the whole humanity will join their efforts to build a creative society? Because um, if we are currently uh, showing this example, the other people, and when they look at it, they can also uh, join us in this effort and proceed with this message. So thank you so much. And uh, now I'd like to ask you, Mr. Mohammed Asad Khan, uh, what are your impressions of the conference and uh, can you share it with us? Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you so much, Steve. 
for inviting me at this platform. I'm privileged to be a part of this uh, creative society and uh, at, at this prestigious platform. Uh, first thing that I learned from it uh, is actually, you know, there are many issues in this part. As you have mentioned in the uh, video that these are chronic diseases, education, uh, you know, infect, infectious diseases like today. Nowadays, the COVID is prevailing. We have population growth, uh, biodiversities, you know, hunger and um, malnutrition, uh, natural disasters, uh, water and uh, sanitation. So, after discussing all of these issues, I think that they should be resolved by three of uh, the rules, which I think uh, by myself. Number one is unity, number second is faith, and the third one is discipline, which need to be followed at each and every state. Uh, uh, whether you are a concerned authority of any government, okay, or whether you are a part uh, of any nation, uh, citizen or uh, civilization. So I think that each and every person has to play its role. And uh, I, I'm uh, surprised to see the narrative of uh, the creative society that they have created to unite the people. I think the unity is uh, very important. And secondly, uh, the implementation of these rules. We are discussing these issues, uh, you know, since uh, uh, part from 100 years, if you see the history. But we are not implementing uh, these these things okay so we had to implement these rules we had to create unity among the people we had to implement faith and uh, we must have to be disciplined okay so i think that uh, each and every person uh, should have to play its role in the society uh, and uh, the one more important thing that uh, in which areas we are is spending our uh, our money and our you know our time it's, it's a very main thing. We are spending a huge amount of money in creating weapons, especially the nuclear nukes and, uh, and on the military. I think that uh, it will have consequences far beyond the border, uh, not just one estate. So I think that it should, be, it should get reduced. Everyone had to sit in on one place and to discuss. Uh, uh, so I think that you know each and every individual is responsible uh, to unite and to create and to work for betterment of a state. Thank you. That's all. Thank you so much. There's also like a, a very important understanding that every human is uh, important and valuable. And without even one person, the whole society is already not a one. It's uh, and with everyone involved, that's the whole, the complete society. And uh, when we join our efforts, that already shows examples. Thank you so much, dear guests, for your answers. Now I would like to invite our viewers to watch a short excerpt from the conference. Today, people themselves volunteers from all over the world who have a reasonable view of reality together with scientists and experts from many fields will 
outline cause and effect relationships of various crises that already affect everyone. All of us today uh, are divided. We are divided, you know, along multiple axes. And that is the fundamental crisis that confronts us. If we are able to solve that, we'll have a fighting chance to solve for everything else. If we are not able to solve that, uh, you know, science and technology, I don't believe is going to be able to ever, you know, lead us out of the uh, out of the crisis, absolutely the edge of the cliff that we find ourselves on. So I think it's wonderful uh, what what is being attempted. I believe the climate changes is just reflecting the collective consciousness of humanity. So in this sense, everybody has the same, you know, same significance, same importance for the humanity. Each person. Even you are on the uh, lying on the bed, you know, or if you don't, uh, you cannot do any action at all. You are emitting vibration, you are emitting information uh, like that, and you are affecting all the world. So if you have a life, you know, you are changing the world. You have a potential to ch change the world. We're going to be an environment where it's 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 barren land. We have no oxygen, but yet we have you know ten million dollars in the bank. What good is that? You can't buy it concentration of huge flows of people who live according to the principles of a consumer society causes catastrophic environmental pollution in one place. But there is another option, a creative society, in which the highest value is the life of every person. There are no boundaries in the air. There are no boundaries in the oceans. We depend on each other very much. And we would like this problem to be taken with utmost seriousness, as it is our responsibility. We can help guide artificial intelligence to maximize its tremendous potential to enhance society. Now, artificial intelligence may help usher in a golden age of humanity, where we can all live in peace and harmony, free from the scarcity of resources, that have divided nations and diminished the quality of life on this planet for so long. I really believe we need to shift the focus of society from cash to compassion. This is creative society. And I'm confident that we can all work together as creative society to help artificial intelligence become one of the most positive developments. We cannot stay as we are. If we are to move up, then we have to be aware of how to do it and be a conscious agent of that upshift. So information leading to awareness is really everything. That's the key. Programs like this, conferences like this are a very key element. If we can be, be, become oriented towards creating a world, being a creative society, then we can be a, a healthy impulse, a, a motivation for the evolution of life. And now I would like to ask um, Mr. Mohammed Asad Khan about the importance of development of uh, artificial intelligence. 
and um, actually in the cataclysms that will come soon it's very important for our uh, civilization to have a very high uh, technological level and uh, to have a really advanced technologies uh, in order to survive so uh, mr muhammad atak khan can you please uh, tell us more about it yeah sure sir uh, sir uh, artificial intelligence is truly a revolutionary uh, field of computer science uh, set to become a core component of all uh, modern softwares and robots and machine machines machineries over the coming years and decades uh, this uh, presents a, a threat but uh, you know also an opportunity ai will be deployed to augment both uh, defensive and offensive uh, operations uh, i think additionally uh, means of uh, attack will be uh, invented to take advantage of particular uh, weakness of artificial intelligence technology uh, for many people doesn't understand what is the actual uh, meaning of artificial intelligence first we have to clear that uh, artificial intelligence is a widely ranging tool that enable people uh, to think how we uh, integrate uh, information analyze data and use the resulting insights to improve decisions uh, making and already it is uh, transforming every walk of life uh, so i think that uh, there are many advantages of artificial intelligence in our daily life we are using that uh, in our mobile phones in our chatbots and 70% of the world till 2030 i think it will get automated by artificial intelligence uh, our daily routine tasks will get be automated by the artificial intelligence so i think that uh, it's a very important factor to to take deep dive into artificial intelligence to study it to actually make decisions from it and to get insights important insights from it so artificial intelligence will totally change the world and nowadays we are implementing artificial intelligence in every sector if you see the precision agriculture we get the uh, uh, land agriculture insights whether this land is uh, for agriculture or not we are uh, using artificial intelligence in the oil and gas sector whether this place is for digging uh, for for basically the deep underground mining of oil and refineries or not we are using artificial intelligence in healthcare right we are using artificial intelligence in the finance sector uh, for the decision making whether to give loan to a particular states uh, domestically right uh, we are using it for uh, for at uh, at a big level for big data analytics also so i think that it can surely revolutionize the world it will help the humans uh, if we take it in a positive manner okay every technology has its advantages and disadvantages as we are studying it from our childhood there so i think that artificial intelligence uh, will surely uh, will create a big impact on human in a positive way if we, if we will take this technology in a positive manner uh, we are we are creating that and uh, uh, i am very happy that uh, on the platform of creative society it is discussing it's a very important factor to discuss about the advantages and disadvantages of artificial intelligence and the second point i have to make that is artificial intelligence uh, is a uh, technology that will, that will create you know a huge impact on humans it will create new technologies by dis- making decisions of its own but uh, secondly it will lead to the destruction of jobs okay Uh, many people will lose their jobs okay they will get 
uh, jobless uh, in many sectors so they should be get uh, you know they should be get studied and trained by this artificial intelligence technology thank you Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mohammed Asad Khan, for your answer. Thank you. And uh, we know that uh, from the conference and in today's world, in the consumerist society where money is in the first place, the solution of issues is absolutely impossible because we're going to be running into the same exact problems. Um, but uh, this question I would like to ask um, Your Majesty Queen Nadia, how do you see um, these problems being resolved in the creative society? Uh, we are facing a global crisis in everything. Why? Because, as I explained one day, all our system is in dysfunction. But we are not paying attention to that. We have not built on sustainability. To build in sustainability and protect the human being, you need first to understand who you are. People identify themselves to a body. People identify themselves to a color, to a religion, to, to a social status. People identify themselves to their wealth, to their money, the money that they have in their account. And because they have a lot of money, they think that they are superior to the others. This superiority is an illusion because what we are facing today, it's touching everybody. This problem of climate change is touching everybody. You know, it's touching the rich countries and the poor countries everywhere. Here in Europe, we are in catastrophe also. It's touching everybody, but we are not aware we are living in a world of darkness. When I say darkness, it is a world of ignorance. Ignorance of our own identity. And this is why we are facing the problem of pandemic. Not only this pandemic of COVID-19, but the pandemic of poverty, the, poverty, the pandemic of hunger, the, 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 the pandemic of all these troubles, depression, mental health problem, this climate, and we think that we will solve this problem of climate change like that? I'm sorry, it's not possible to change it like that. Why? Because you need to understand first why we have this climate change. It's easy to say that it's the problem of the humanity. It's easy to say that we are all responsible of that. Yes. This is true. We are all responsible of our ignorance. Ignorance of knowing that it's not the first time that we are facing this kind of problem. That this problem of climate change, this problem of climate change is a cycle of Earth. Yes, our behavior, our industries, or our technologies are accelerating the, the, the change of this climate. But in reality, why we are not saying the truth to the people? That yes, Earth has a cycle. 
Yes, it's not the first time it happened. We, are not, we have paying attention to this climate change since 60 years, not before. But when you look, you look at the reality, you make your research, what you will find, the dinosaur were extinct. It was the extinction of the dinosaur. What happened? We were told so many stories, meteorite and all that. I'm not a scientist, but I believe that the climate change was also a cause. We have discovered also like a civilization living before. We have discovered some evidences under the, the Atlantic Ocean. What happened? Probably a climate change problem. The map, the map of Earth was not like looking like today. What happened? Climate change, certainly. Because Earth is changing. And that we have to teach our people to say, listen, we are in an urgent situation. We are in urgent situation where we, Earth is changing. We will probably all die if we don't, don't uh, unite together. And I said, unification is not, is not enough. You have to unite yourself for a purpose. Also to learn and teach something very important. First, teach identity, education of identity. Teach the people that they are life, they are spirit, and they, they are not their, this body. Teach these people that we are all equal and we are all born equal and free. And we are all in the same boat. And if something happened to earth, we are all in. You may be rich, poor, black, white, Jewish, Muslim, doesn't matter. See, even this COVID is giving us a lesson. He's attacking everybody. We are creating artificial intelligence. Yes, this is good, the technology. Technology is good for humanity. And thanks to technology, we are united all together. This is very good. But when the technology is used against humanity, it is dangerous. And we have to really unite and put the artificial intelligence under the right hands, the right hands. Otherwise, we will live another trouble, worse than this COVID. See where we are. When we are at the emergency of this climate, we are continuing to fight. We continue. Even today, I'm talking to you now. I can assure you that in South Africa and Eswatini, they are burning. They are burning. What's wrong with us? What happened to us? We were taught, we were taught by religion to be united. And now all religion, they are in competition, fighting one another. 
how we can tolerate the human trafficking at this period, how we can tolerate a child uh, in labor, how we can tolerate our, our children, our girls, our women to be raped. What's wrong with our men? Why not to teach our people, to teach our men to respect the woman? Without her, there's no balance. Why not to teach to our people that we are all equal? That we are all equal. That this, this superiority is only an illusion of the mind. Why not to teach our people and the humanity that we are living in a, in a world of cause and effect? And every effect has a cause. And if today we are facing these troubles that we are facing now, conflicts everywhere, troubles everywhere, it's because we have created this cause, a cause based in the, in the consciousness of the ego. We have created collectively a consciousness of, based on ego. Why? Because since the beginning, the humanity, when, when the humanity is born, this free will, or you have to live a life in peace, joy, happiness, and unity, and the other side, you have this free will to live in conflict, division. We have chosen the conflict and division. Why? Because conflict and division are writing the history of humanity. The human being doesn't know how to write the history of humanity without conflict. They cannot even imagine, oh, what we will write? What will be the history of humanity if everything is fine, if everything, if everybody is happy, living in joy, etc., in love, peace, freedom, equality? It seems that we are in contradiction of what we, we are, exactly, our source. Our source is a source of love and light. So let's be unique all together, together, and go out, get out from the darkness to the light, from the ignorance to the new, to the true knowledge, to the true knowledge of who we are, and when we found who we are, then we have to choose who we want to be here in this planet, in a spatio-temporal dimension. That we are where we are the power. We are the unlimited power. Can you imagine that your thought is your thought is more powerful than the nuclear bomb? Do you know that? Why not we are why we are not teaching that to our people? We are teaching to our children to, to be the best employee. We are not giving them the right education. Result, our system, education, educational system is in dysfunction. You have the degree, you can't find a job. What you do, you go in depression. Some of them are in addiction of alcohol. Others are in the addiction of a drug. Others are suicide. They are committing suicide. Why? Because we were not teaching our children to be leaders. 
we were teaching them we were teaching them to be the best employee when you have your degree you have to go to the best company everything is in dysfunction may it be our political system our social system educational economic financial can you imagine that the financial system before it was the economy who was generating the, the finance now the finance system became the master of everything even some governments they have a lot of debts this is the society that we have created and if we don't eliminate the cause the cause of what we have created all collectively i can assure you that no one will have the power to change the things you may be the biggest scientist you may be the biggest politician or ecological no ecologist no way no way if we are not united and fighting for the same cause and eradicating this this cause of uh, of troubles or based in in based in ego and selfishness you know we will we will never never get out from this system and i can assure you we can go directly to chaos and we can go directly to the extinction but some of them they are very happy they said oh we have created the robots the robots will be the continuity of humanity people are funny with their artificial intelligence yeah people are really funny what is the interest by creating an actress i have seen that and thanks to alatra to have who have exposed that we didn't know i personally didn't know you have some some girls you think that they are girls in fact they are robots what humanity is trying to create why you are not creating a system a system of technology that will eradicate poverty eradicate hunger stop the rape stop the violence stop the human trafficking and find the solution for this problem of climate why no we are investing in something that is not essential and what we will collect a destruction chaos and after that what we will do what we will do we will say oh god what i have done to you why you are punishing me like that i'm sorry don't blame god god has nothing to do with that god gave you the power and he created you at his image image it doesn't mean physically but he gave you the power to co-create your to co-create and to be the creator also in your your own world your thought emotion are impacting your environment we without knowing we are sending a spell to one another we are not respecting one another we are not loving one another and this is our problem you know every effect effect has a cause this is a fundamental law inherent to the existence of life and because it is inherent and fundamental we have no not the possibility to modify it 
and it's impossible to escape to it. All what we re we reap, all what we saw. We reap all what we saw. So let's let's put seeds of love, of peace, freedom, brotherhood, in order to collect a wonderful and and magic world, to be all together, to be the creative society to change this world. Our world is changing already, but be prepared, at least unite to be prepared for this change because you accept it or not, our world is, is already in change. So together for another world, not the world of tomorrow, the world of today. Build it today, not tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Your Majesty. Thank you so much. You raised many, many important questions um, in what you have said, many important points that every human should really think about. Every person should really uh, look at his life, his or her life, what was what is happening right now. Look at uh, exactly what is happening. Just give an honest answers to all the questions that you have asked. Thank you. And now I'd like to ask Ambassador Ivan Monsami, uh, what do you think, dear Ambassador? Are we as a humanity ready to make this change, to build a creative society? Or should we leave everything as it is right now? Thank you, Alexander. Your Majesty, I must compliment you. I think you've touched on every subject. Uh, I was, I'm just in awe of your wealth of knowledge. I can possibly just listen to you like every day. Uh, Alexander, I think as our Majesty put it, we need change now. And uh, in order for us to do that, we can see our world is in utter chaos. It's different effects everywhere. Every action has a reaction. So in order for us to have this creative society, we need to start now. We need to, um, we've been interviewing uh, people from different parts of the world who have given their input on what they would like to have in a creative society. So generally, if you put them all together, it's about the same thing. Everybody wants love, equality peace, no war, you know, equal, no hunger, the most important, no hunger. You know, we see these videos, these sad videos, and they really touch your heartstrings, you know. Some of these catastrophes are natural, some are created by men. With the artificial intelligence, it's a good, it's a plus and it's a minus. So if you're looking at it, I'm so looking forward to our conference that's coming up. I would like to share and invite as many people, many influential people as possible to be a part of this beautiful movement, to know there is hope out there. People like our queen mentioned, South Africa was burning on the 12th of July. We were living in fear. We had our bullets flying all around us. And this was just brought about 
but the majority ruling in our country. You know, beautiful buildings that were there for years, which has now left so many people unemployed. As if that was not enough, unemployment is so high in the world. And now we have unemployment brought by our own uh, citizens of this country. You know, so it's a very sad state of affairs. And people are being misled, you know, by politicians, by the government. You know, the way I see it, our own government, our own politicians would never send their children to do the dirty work that they get other people to do for them. Today, at present as I am, we are living in a racial tension at the, at the present moment. Why? Because of the color of my skin. Because I'm an Indian South African. So today I have to walk out of my home in fear. I may see tomorrow, I may not. But why must we live this way? Racial tensions are everywhere. You know, with the, migrate, with the people that's migrating, you, you may go to another country. You don't know what you're going to face there. If it's, you're going to have discrimination, you're going to go and land yourself in a worse situation than you already are. So my best bet is this creative society is a saving grace for humanity. I say, can we not have it now? Can we not have a go at it? Can we not bring it all together? Let's focus on saving humanity. That is what we need to do. We need to save humanity. Humanity is crying out for help. Not everybody has technology. Not everyone uh, is fortunate to have something as simple as a television set. Look at the countries that are in a state of poverty. They don't know what's going on. They don't know where the next help is coming from. You know, so I say humanity comes together and we can do this. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ambassador Eva. We can do this. I agree with you. Thank you. And uh, Steve, um, this question is for you, our last question. Um, how do you see the global crisis being solved in the creative society? And also, why do you think this is our only solution today? Mm, thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody. I met a wonderful woman uh, from Rwanda named Yvette. And she does amazing work to empower people in her country. She brings them up. She helps them. She teaches them that they can do more. They can be more. They can become more. When I first met her, she told me a story that has stuck with me forever. I want to share it with you to answer your question. See, the story is about a beautiful and wonderful, majestic forest. All the creatures of the earth would live there and they would share space together and they would romp and play and enjoy time together. One particular day, the forest started on fire. The fire began to spread throughout the forest fast as the wind blew. The creatures escaped. They went up to the far side of the forest on a giant hill and stood atop of the hill. And as the, the lions, the bears, the elephants, the zebras, the greatest creatures, large and small, looked down at their home. They began to be filled with sadness and despair as they watched the forest burn. And then one of the lions noticed something interesting. There was a tiny little hummingbird that would fly over and put its beak in the water and fly to the fire and drop a few drops on the forest fire. And a little tiny hummingbird would fly over the river and pick up a few more drops and drop a few more drops on the fire. And the animals looked confused at what is this bird doing? Hey bird, what are you doing? 
You're just a little hummingbird. What are you doing? And the little bird turned to them and said these words, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. You see, to solve the problem starts with you and me. It starts with personal responsibility. The idea that we don't look to our governments, we don't look to others, we look to ourselves with one simple thing. I, I don't care about what you don't have. I don't care about what you can't do. The question is this, what do you have? And like the little hummingbird, are you doing the best you can with what you have? You see, that's where the creative society begins. When each one of us takes that personal responsibility to do the best we can with what we have. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. I was always, uh, I always love your parables that, uh, you know, can be told at any time and they're always very, very informative. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, people around the world are waking up in the conference, Global Crisis. This already affects everyone, shows how important it is to bring up the topics of global crisis. And this is because we all need to be informed. We all need to have this knowledge in order to make our decision, in order to make our choice. And now, very important announcement, dear viewers, we would like to again say that on December 4th, there will be another international conference called the Global Crisis, the Time of Truth. So we would like for you to join it. Um, please, we do in invite researchers and scientists from all over the world who would like to participate. You can contact us by writing to info at alatra.tv, and we would love to hear from you. And as we know, the world is changing at such a tremendous pace and the climate crisis is growing so fast that any of us can find ourselves in the role of either a climate refugee or as the one who will be the host of those climate refugees. And we can build the creative society only by uniting. And for that, we need to notify all people that this type of solution exists. It's very important and spread information about it all over the world. And thank you very much, our dear guests, for joining us today. It was truly, truly a pleasure. Um, to host this roundtable with you. Thank you so much. And as we have seen today, building creative society is our common goal. And uh, frankly saying, it's our only solution in our situation that we have right now. So even if you haven't done so, please go to alatraunites.com and press the join button. Be part of building the creating society today, because only today we still have time to really implement the creative society to do that. So please join um, our next uh, roundtables, and uh, you can also share these roundtables in your social networks and let other people know more about creative society by doing so. Thank you so much, dear guests. Your viewers, thank you.